Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello again and welcome to Vegas. I'm Stephen Maggi. And on today's show, you'll meet a man who was hired to entertain new hockey fans watching an expansion hockey team, which usually means losing. But to his surprise, the team is now in the Stanley Cup playoffs how did this change his whole approach? We'll ask Johnny Greco, Vice President of Entertainment for the Vegas Golden Knights. Later in the show, you'll get a glimpse of the future. At the Orleans Hotel, they are featuring an experimental game of virtual reality. It's a lot of fun and seems to be a big hit. And your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, talks about what's happening in the world of celebrity chefs. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. Everybody knows how great the Vegas Golden Knights season has been. They're winning. And if you've been to a game, the atmosphere is incredible. I was at my first game uh, earlier in the month and was just fascinated by all the things that go on there. It was incredible. And we've got the guy responsible for that. He is the Vegas Golden Knights vice president of events and entertainment. His name is Johnny Greco. Johnny, what a fantastic atmosphere you've set up there. You know, you come from the world of, of sports marketing and so forth. You were in the world wrestling uh, entertainment thing. Was this kind of the culmination of uh, all you've done in the past? Because it just seemed like uh, the entertainment there was incredible. Well, thank, thanks very much, Stephen. I appreciate you having me on. Um, uh, glad you had a good time at your first game, by the way. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, to answer your question, uh, 100% it's been a culmination um, you know, some of the experiences I've had and some of the incredible, talented people I've been able to, to work under and learn from to get to this point. And, and all the fun and games that we have at these, these uh, at T-Mobile arenas, you know, big part of it's what's going on on the ice. So thanks to those guys. And then a huge part of it is this community. The, the Las Vegas city and, and the culture here, they love their sports. They are great sports fans. They are coachable. They are hungry. They, they're coming to these games now with all these fun signs and cheers and chants and great outfits and it, it makes having a good time at a Vegas Golden Knights game a whole lot easier when you have a whole bunch of people ready to party. Well, and talk about setting the bar high. This job for you, you're going into a city that knows how to entertain. And, I mean, they, they yeah. do it as hard as it goes. Did that kind of challenge you to, like, all right, I've really got to put my A game out here for this? No doubt. Um, Stephen, that was a big thing when we were uh, just – considering this this opportunity and building it all out like you're coming to the entertainment capital of the world if someone doesn't like a restaurant or a show or a performer or they're just going to go down the street and go somewhere else for it so and it's and it's going to be world class at every single door you knock on so we knew that um the advantage was a professional sports team so there was something a little new there for the city but but as far as the level of production and engagement it's it's world class Unfortunately, we have partners like the Cirque du Soleil's and, and just, just great uh, performers in this community that have really welcomed us with open arms and, and are, are up for, like, video skits or, or uh, you know, being the siren cranker at our games. You know, it, just, it gives it a nice Vegas feel. Uh, and, and this whole community, this phenomenal production entertainment community, has opened up their arms to us, and, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to reciprocate with, with a good time. So it's, it's the pressure was there, but that was part of the challenge. And, and part of the excitement of, of going in with expectations for sure. Well, what you do is quite involved. I got to the game real early because I hadn't been there before and it just yeah. so happened to get there. And you guys set off this horn that goes off yeah. <laughs> and you go, you, it was like a two minute warning before we were sitting there in an empty stadium. I wonder why they were warning. I jumped 90 yeah. feet in the air. And yet during yeah. the game, that isn't so loud anymore. You've got the place jumping. Yeah, that's uh, it's funny. Our, our goal horn is really loud. Um, I can't remember the exact decibels. I think it's 137 decibels. But when 
when the crowd is there and they're all cheering and, and jumping and dancing, it sure doesn't sound as loud as it does in an empty arena, that's for sure. So thank you to thank you to the Vegas fans, that's for sure. The national anthem is a little different in Vegas, and you got to kind of pay attention because oh, yeah. there's a part where everybody yells yeah. nights. Uh, how did that get yeah. started? You know, early on, a big, uh, big mantra of our of our experience, just just as a new entity in this community, uh, we wanted to make sure that we listened to this community and honored this community, and and you know, just paid attention to what they liked, so we could support that. And in hockey, more than other sports, there's there's a common theme where the fans, where wherever they can celebrate their team, they sort of yell out something within the national anthem. So. Um, you know, the Dallas Stars, when it, when it gets to the point in the anthem where it says stars, the whole crowd cheers stars. In, uh, in Calgary, even though it's Canadian for the U.S. anthem, you know, um, oh, say, can you see for their logo for Calgary? Um, they also go do it for red. And so our fans just early on took on to the gave proof through the, and at the first game, you heard a few people just go, night. And it was, we, we like all looked at each other, we're like, oh my gosh, like these fans are incredible. They're already going to start this. And that like exponentially grew. Like by game five, it was like you weren't in the know. If you didn't do that, it's like, where have you been? You know, all this time. Meanwhile, we're five games old. But now, like again, to the game you come to, which is game whatever, 36, 30, like people, everyone shouts it at the top of their lungs with all the passion you can imagine. And it just, it sets something that's really important to, to our team. To our, to our culture is is home ice advantage, and when you have seventeen thousand people all cheering in unison for the same thing, even for the national anthem and it's great national pride, it's a cool moment where we're like, all right, we're all in this together. This is what home ice advantage is about, and, and we're going to have a good time. So it's it's that's one of those things that this city hats off to them. They 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 took it, started it, ran with it, and we. We celebrate it for sure. Well, Johnny, a couple things happen. You get the job in April. Now you got to be thinking going into this. I got to entertain people because this is an expansion team. And oh, I remember yeah. Oh, yeah. people saying, if you win twenty, maybe twenty-five games, yeah. you had a great season. Yeah. Who'd yeah. have thought? <laughs> I mean, this had to shock you, right? <laughs> what happened? It, it absolutely, absolutely does. I mean, it is literally unprecedented. These things don't happen. So you're totally right. You don't go into this sort of opportunity, starting birthing a franchise, and and saying like, oh, well, when we go to the playoffs, we're, you don't do that at all. Like, that's just not, it's not realistic and it's kind of crazy. So, so what you do is, okay, and I've been, I guess, I guess you'd call it fortunate to work for last place teams. I've worked for, you know, I was with the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron James left. You know, like that was a big, that was a big hit. You know, oh, so yeah. what you have to do is you need to give the fans and the community something to hold on to, something to, to be happy about. Hey, I got a t-shirt. Hey, Chance the Hilo Monster came up and gave me a high five. I was on the Nitron. I'm dancing to the YMCA. Like you want everyone to be a part of the experience. And and if our mindset was going in, like let's make sure it's a really good time, and that'll keep people involved and, and engaged. What what happened was, you know, we, we introduced a good time, but then the, the the team on the ice is just playing at such a high level and such a fun brand of hockey with such passion. It makes all the stuff we do look a lot better. I'll, I'll tell you that. I, I like to think we're doing a nice job, but but without those guys scoring all those goals and and you know breaking records left and right, it, it sure makes it a lot easier for us. Well, it is a real nice balance because the game I happened to see was an atrocious game, probably the worst game they played all year, and yet people were still having a good time. And the other thing that struck me is you have all this stuff you're talking about, and we'll kind of go through some of those things, but there's just sure. stuff constantly going on, and yet seem like a pretty knowledgeable crowd, particularly for a place yeah. that hasn't had a hockey team. Yeah, absolutely. And again, compliments to this city. We, we didn't know going in how it was going to be, and you know, it's a transient city, but there's also just this great, rich local blood that's here that, that, that they, they want to have something that's their own. So I think a lot of people educated themselves on the game. A lot of people, more people than maybe we assumed, just knew about hockey anyway. Um, and then you have the transient people that, that knew hockey from somewhere else but kind of um, adopted this team as their own. Uh, because, hey, I don't live in Chicago anymore. I don't live in Toronto anymore. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be for the Golden Knights now, which is cool. But... What you just said is a, is, a, is a really nice compliment and a big focus is if, if the on-ice product isn't super strong on any given night, which is rare, fortunately for us, um, but happened to be the case in your, uh, the game you went to, we want to make sure people still have a nice time. So, you know, we, we really empower our, our whole creative team at the games to find the fans who are dancing. We may be down two or three goals and people don't feel like dancing, but there's someone there 
who's coming to the first game they've ever seen in their lives, like yourself. Like, we need to, to show them and honor these fans who have given so much of, of their passion and their voices to this experience. we got to give them a good time right to the end. The minute they get out of the car to the minute they get home, we want, we want them to have that, that dialogue of fun and the conversation continuing all the way through, no matter the score, because, you're, again, you're not always going to win the games. You know? right. Unfortunately, we've been doing a lot of that, but, but when you don't, you still want to have an environment that people can really just have a blast with and talk about the next day. You'll hear more from Johnny Greco, Vice President in Charge of Entertainment for the National Hockey League's Vegas Golden Knights, in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi on the BizTalk Radio Network. It's a good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey Mommy, why are we going to the store? Mom, Mom I want Mommy. juice. Mom, juice, 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 Mommy, juice, juice, Mom. Juice, juice, juice. Your child will have different needs at different stages of life, and that includes the car seat. That's right, the car seat. A car seat isn't one size fits all. You have to have the right seat based on your child's age, weight, and height. See, car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. But there's a website that gives you all the information you need. SaferCar.gov slash the right seat. You'll find out about types of seats, when to have a seat rear-facing, when to switch it to forward-facing, when it's time for a booster seat, and when it's time for your child to ride in the back seat with a seatbelt. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. Go to SaferCar.gov slash the right seat. That's SaferCar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing. But in reality, this is stuff that on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background. But actually, we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you can also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have 
every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. We are discussing the atmosphere at T-Mobile Arena with the Vice President of Entertainment for the Vegas Golden Knights, Johnny Greco. Well, I want to talk with you about the beginning of the season because I know the NHL people couldn't be happier. The way the team handled the tragedy in Vegas with just the right amount of class and kind of people... But letting all people kind of let it go and so forth, and then of course that didn't hurt yeah. that the team won. Uh, that had Absolutely. to be kind of a tough thing, though. I mean, you know, someone like yourself who's done this for years, yeah. Were you yeah. kind of? Do you think I got to be careful? I don't want to push this too much, or what was kind yeah. of your thought process? Again, uh, the, the group of, of just people within the uh, the game presentation side, and just all through the organization, like it's a very transparent setup, and we all talk and share concepts and ideas and. You know, months before October 10th, our first home game, we had a we had a plan for what we were going to do opening night, first game ever, first home game ever for a franchise. You know, that's a big deal. That's like that alone. So few people ever get to do, and we were so excited about it. And then obviously the, the tragedy happened, and and every, it took a, a 180. Everything changes, and and it was uh, we wanted to be respectful. There was a, a delicate balance. We talked about a million different ways for it to go, but we knew that that night changed from hey you got a new hockey team let's go to like we got to honor the city we got to honor the, the heroes in the city we got to honor those who were lost and we have to do it in a way and this is this is the hard part that we're really happy with kind of just how it played out is do it in a way that is is ceremonial and is is memorable but but does have a sort of a closure to, to just be like okay this was powerful this was heavy now you know what we're all allowed for three hours to, to just enjoy being together in a, in a large group environment, really for the first time after some, after that tragedy, and let's just have a good time. The fact that the guy scored three or four goals you know, the first few minutes helped um, <laughs> yeah. for everybody's uh, pressure and stress, but, but it was definitely a, uh, a delicate balance. It was one of the hardest things our groups have ever been a part of, and, and we're, we hope it went well, but, but the response from, from, again, this community has been very... Thank you for that. That meant a lot. It was important, which is the greatest compliment we could have. We can we can think what we want to think, but really, if the city was proud of, of what their team put on that night, then we then we did what we needed to do, and, and, and it's something we'll uh, re- truly like a, a somber highlight of the year, you know, for, for right. how that all went down. So. Well, I think what you did was really you set – the relationship between the team and the city, which is so important. You know, you talk a lot about traditions. I see that all over when yeah. I did some research with that. This is the way you build up this thing because there's always kind of that yeah. fear, right? Especially in a city that's so transient like Las Vegas yeah. that maybe this yep. isn't going to hit home, but you really have. Mm-hmm. People are all talking about it everywhere. Yeah, it, it's, it's well, you know what you said? You talked about like during the national anthem, like the crowd all cheers night because that's their team. They're, they're proud of what it is, who they are, and, and being a part of it. So, so setting traditions, it's great to be in, in certain cities that have been around for 100 years. Oh, the Chicago Cubs, they, they have a celebrity saying, take me out to the ballgame. Well, they've been doing it for 100 years. So probably not a lot of people remember their first season, you know? Right. Not, not a lot of people remember their 50th. You know, you were in year one, so those traditions take a long time to build. So some of it, the best traditions are organic. They're authentic. They come from the city's pulse and the heart of the team, and, and, and people just jump in, and then it kind of catches on. But, but some of them, in the case of where we, where we live, the kind of city we're in, and just, just in the, the, the consciousness that's so fast in this world today with digesting media so quickly and it spits out and the content is just moving, we need to make sure that we um, also sort of some of the big elements early, just so people know what to do. Because with, with everything, you start with a new team, no one knows to chant Go Nights Go the first game. Like, we, they want to chant something. They're, they're spirit. The spirit's great. They're ready to go. But you got to coach them. You guys, hey, you know what, guys? We know you're loud. We know you're ready to go to cheer your team on. How about we try this to start? So we would purposely try a lot of different things, be it chants, be it songs, be it genres of, of video clips or movies or anything else. And then we would we use a term a lot, like listen to the crowd, listen to the community. 
what are they saying to us? It was really important for us to build any kind of tradition and just any fan base. you got to make sure that they're a part of this process and they're included in the growth of, of what these traditions will become and just the, the instant, like, hit-the-ground-running kind of experience we wanted for our fans and for this city. You know, the atmosphere is incredible. It's loud. It's exciting. I was a little afraid when the team first had when or the city rather had been awarded the franchise that because of the type of city that Las Vegas is, you're going to get and because it's a great place to visit, you're going to get a lot yeah. of teams coming in, and it's going to sound like a, an a, you know kind of a fifty fifty arena. It yeah. doesn't, and yet yeah. and yet what I noticed at a game where again <laughs> the Knights got beat, they got beat bad, yeah. but there was a friendly yeah. rivalry, and there wasn't that feeling you know yeah. where you know you weren't afraid of the other t- the other uh, fans or anything. Is that something you kind of had to work on because you are going to get people, especially like when you talk about cities like Chicago yeah. and Detroit and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we, we knew we knew going in um, that that was going to be a, a thing, right? Like Chicago. <laughs> Like, hey, you're in Chicago, and it's December. You want to go to Vegas and watch your team play? Like, that probably sounds pretty nice when you've, when you've had, like, 14 straight snow days. Um, and coming from Cleveland, I, I empathize with that. So I, I get that, that you want to come to your team on the road, and a lot of the southern states and teams do well in the winter because of that. But Vegas is, again, a real great destination city. So we knew going in there'd be a lot of visiting fans. We weren't sure how many, and we, we definitely weren't sure how they would be. Like, to your point... It's 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 not a contentious environment. It's not like we hate you, Winnipeg, you know, and they right. hate us. But <laughs> they come in, and people are here generally on vacation. You know, the, the the tourists that are coming in, they're having a good time. They're excited to see their team play. But again, fortunately, we've been winning a lot of these games. But the games that we we don't win, or the games that are close, and where the other team takes the lead early, uh, you do feel a, a pretty good presence of the visiting uh, team. But our fans have have kind of been educated and just run with this where. They immediately come back. They immediately get loud. They immediately know that, like, we've got to get our boys excited, so let's, let's keep this thing rolling. Um, so it was something we were cognizant of going in, but, but it really had to start happening before we could program towards it a little bit. But it's, it's, I, I tell a lot of people it's similar to, like, this collegiate atmosphere where it's this back and forth, and, and you, you can't have the, the sweet doesn't taste the sweet without the sour. So when the visiting fans come in and they're, they're cheering loud, well, what does that do to our fans? There's two ways you can go. We could cower down and be quiet. Unfortunately, Las Vegas has awesome sports fans, so they go the other way. They're like, okay, you're going to be loud? Anything you can do, we can do better. So we're going to come back twice as loud. And it it provides kind of this this atmosphere that you're talking about that we had hoped for, but there's just no way of telling how it was all going to play out. And, again, hats off to the the city. The city's great. They love their team, and they let these players know that every single day. And it's, it's really exciting to be a part of and. And it's historic, and we're celebrating it every single game. And we must be excited also about T-Mobile Arena because it's you know pretty much brand new, and yeah. you, you have there's no limitations from a technological standpoint. What kind of uh, things you can do, you know, that for that kind of off ice entertainment that's also mm-hmm. important to visiting fans. Yeah, we we um, we wanted to again Vegas the Vegas portion. We knew that having partners like, like I use it a lot, but Cirque du Soleil is a great one. And there's just all these performance groups and artists all around. Um, and it's a symbiotic thing. And not being originally from Vegas, I didn't know what this city was like. And then you realize just how much everyone kind of helps each other out and works together for the greater good of, of just a fun experience for, for people in the city, be it locals or, or tourists. Um, and the game experience, you know, that hasn't changed that at all. More with Johnny Greco, Vice President of Entertainment for the Vegas Golden Knights, in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi on the BizTalk Radio Network. We can't go on together with suspicious minds. And we can build our dreams on suspicious Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 
Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving, that could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. We're chatting with Johnny Greco of the Vegas Golden Knights, a man responsible for all the entertainment at Knights home games. So the arena's beautiful. There's a lot there. It's a, it's a, it's a city and culture that understands production and, and beautiful lighting and, and phenomenal performances, you know, be it hanging from the rafters or, or, a, or a wonderful anthem. Uh, it, you know, the, the talent level is just, it's, it's off the charts anywhere you look. So that helps with the whole arena experience. Uh, the technology, new arena, that's always a beautiful thing. It's a unique arena compared to other arena layouts. And, um, and you know, we, we've created certain things within the arena that, that give it a little bit more of a night's flair. Um, as you saw, you know, kind of have this castle up in the tower area. And we put up all the NHL team banners, and we wanted to make sure it felt like a sporting team arena, but but uh, just the, the layout of that whole, the fortress, as we like to call it, it's it's a great fan experience, and the old cliche, there's not a bad seat in the house. It's true. It's actually, there's mostly really, really good seats in the house all over the place, and uh, the sound system is off the charts, uh, second to none, and, and that helps because music at, at any event is always something that's pretty scrutinized, and, and be it, it's too loud, or you're playing too much of this kind of genre. Like, again, we listen to the fans, and we yeah. programmed a show that 
for the most part, they seem to be pretty happy with. So we'll, we'll keep getting better. We have a long way to go. There's a lot of other things that we want to accomplish as we go this year. Obviously, you know, if we're fortunate enough to, to go a little further in April, uh, we've got some things up our sleeve there as well. And then, you know, we're, we're planning on being here for a while. So there's a, there's a year or two as well we've got to get ready for. So we're, we're really excited about all this. Well, that leads me to my last question, Johnny, and that's, sure. you know, this, I get the idea, you know, I, I read a lot about what went into this, but this is going to sort of mm-hmm. be like, kind of like Disneyland, where as long as you guys have imagination, this is never going to stay, it's never going to stay uh, stagnant, right? I mean, you, you're always right. looking for new stuff to do. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's that's just, fortunately, just the, the culture of our of our team behind the team, and, and, and the, again, the props to just the, the production team that kind of puts on the game like they they're all relentless and they're hungry and they want to do what's out there that's that's popular that's new but we want to be trendsetters we will always want to honor the game the great game of hockey the traditions that are there but we also want to make it our own and put the vegas spin on it and uh and we want to come up with the new the new thing that people are talking about we want to be the first to do some things, you know, in a first year franchise in a city that hasn't had the pro team, you know, a lot of the things we're doing are first for the fans, but you know, look, we want to be bigger than, than Vegas. We want the people in New York or Carolina or Florida or LA to be like, Holy cow, do you see what Vegas is doing? Like we want, we want to be leaders within the, the game entertainment experience in general. So we have a long way to go before that happens. But again, the city is, is it's a walking inspiration for entertainment like you just you go to this show or you see this comedian or you hear this performer or you just walk down fremont street and you can be inspired by all these versions of art and and what comes down to it now is just making the proper choices of how you program some of those inspirations into the game with again letting the game lead making sure we have home ice advantage so the crowd's just going crazy for our for our guys but but you know what else is what else can be fun and different that, that plays to, to Vegas and just plays to a good time. Well, I would agree with you, and I would tell anybody, if you've been to an NHL game, they're, they're always great, but this is something completely different. You want to you wanna see it, uh, or you want to adopt a fun team to root for. Boy, this is, sure is one. So, Johnny, when people come to Las Vegas, how do they get tickets? Uh, there, there's, there's a lot of different ways. Obviously, you can go online and or call our, um, our, our ticket great ticket uh sales team and they'll, they'll help you out with those kind of things um flash seats is the paperless ticketing system that we use um which makes it really easy to be able to share tickets with, with friends and guests and everything else um i know on the secondary market uh stub hub is, is where people are buying tickets um but you know Tickets are around, you know. You, you don't you don't use the term to sell out. People are excited and people want to be here, which is a great thing. But you know, it, when there's a will, there's a way. You can get your tickets for sure. And if people want to know more about the team, your website is VegasGoldenKnights.com. Um, it's funny because we have kind of an internal. Uh, it's not per se an internet, but for us to get to it, it's a little bit different. So. I'm 99% sure <laughs> that there might be a backslash NHL involved there as well. And on the Twitter, the Twitter world, obviously, we're there. More with Johnny Greco, Vice President of Entertainment for the Vegas Golden Knights, in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi on the BizTalk Radio Network. Before we get finished, we'll make the town roar. We'll make all the late spots and then a few more. Today we decided to walk to school. The light counted. 15, 14, 41, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Street. Danny's smart, but he gets distracted. I realized he forgot his homework. I hope he doesn't have another bad day at school. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. 
Football is coming to Vegas. I felt that one way up here. And your home for all things Raiders is RaiderHistorian.com. Visit RaiderHistorian.com for a look at the game, the philosophy, and the personalities that have made the Raiders one of the most storied franchises in sports. The dynasty is at RaiderHistorian.com. Just win, baby. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? You've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family and they never expire. Visit rxcutdiscounts, that's plural, dot com. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach? Am I a career coach? Am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you can also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Is my kid in the right car seat? I guess she is. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing, I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. We're chatting with Johnny Greco of the Vegas Golden Knights, a man responsible for all the entertainment at Knights home games. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, uh, you mentioned that your social media is hilarious. These people are funny. And and it looks like they're having fun with it, which is great. Instead of just like, here's a score, it's more like us versus them. The night I went, they said, oh, God, this is one of the worst things. The only thing we can hope now is just ends. (laughs) And uh, that's honest and great, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you you, uh, again, the, the season and what's going on on the ice predicates a lot of kind of the experience, too, right? So it's you're listening to the fans, but you also got to, be respectful of how the season's going. And, and when you're a brand-new team who hasn't played a game before, you know, in the summertime, like, we sort of had to come up with a plan of, oh, what is this team? What is the brand? What a, how is it? But but until then, the puck drops, you just don't know. And then as that goes, you sort of let that, the the story on the ice, be the narrative for the, for the night. And, and you, you evolve uh, as the season goes on and as the uh, the wins accumulate, and, and it's – it's an exciting thing to do, but you got to be reactive too. You got to have a strong culture and uh, assurance of what you want to be and what your voice is supposed to be. We're at the games, social media, et cetera. But you, but then you also want to, you know, be adaptable, be fluid with the with the experience and and, and fluid with with what the narrative is. 
Johnny, thanks so much. Best of luck in the playoffs. Thank you so much, Steve. I really, really appreciate uh, the time. And uh, go Knights, go, my friend. Come back to the game soon, huh? The night season so far seems almost unreal. Speaking of which, virtual reality is already a part of the Vegas scene. You know that the roller coaster at the New York, New York features virtual reality. But there's a new game in town that's also attracting visitors. Well, when you come to Vegas, you always get the newest in technology. And there's something really cool happening at the Orleans Hotel in Vegas. It's an example of virtual reality. And with us is Michael Chirac. I'm Vice President of Game Studios Interactive for IGT out of San Francisco. Well, Michael, this thing looks pretty interesting. First of all, kind of talk about what it does, because it's something like I've never really seen around town. Okay, well, what this is is a skill-based game, and you play the skill-based game for, for a ter- in a tournament, and uh, you'll, you'll win uh, tournament money. So think of it like, uh, you know, World Series of Poker maybe, or a blackjack tournament. You put up a you put up a stake, a daily stake, and you play the game. And if you are on the leaderboard at the end of the day, then you're going to win the prize. It's cool. But you're out there and you're you're playing bow and arrow, so to speak. But uh, there's no bow and arrow involved, right? But it really feels like it. Oh, absolutely. That's what's so amazing about virtual reality. So, and and the key about virtual reality is to put you in places that you wouldn't normally be. So, so this this puts you into a, a fantasy a fantasy world, and you're defending a castle against marauders, and you're destroying catapults, and you're you're simply using a very simple movement that most people are very familiar with, which is stringing a bow and just shooting it. So, very very simple, easy to learn, short duration, and fun to play. How long is this going to be here? I understand this is an experimental program here, just to kind of see how people like it and. What are kind of the plans for it? Of course. Well, this is a pilot, and we we want to to uh, uh, test out our concept and make sure that we do indeed attract a new kind of gamer. And we're not just talking about young gamers. We're t- we're talking about all age gamers, people who grew up with video games, people who have a familiarity with it. So it it, it really runs the gamut from from uh, young people to older people. In fact, we've had a family. A mom and a dad and their their uh, 21 or 22 year old uh, daughter and son come in and play against each other, uh, and so they do it as a family activity. So it's much more than just attracting young people. This is this is to bring a new kind of gaming uh, in, into into the casinos. Yeah, it's really cool because it, it is something you know it attracted me. It's not something like you have to be 18 or 19 to be able to understand it. Everybody can do it. And it is kind of a good family activity. Is this one of the ways you reach out to kind of get that new audience to come to casinos? No, that's exactly that's exactly it. And and you know people people do like to play at the tables, for example, because it's 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 somewhat skill. And this is the same concept. Uh, and we're rewarding people for their for their their ability. And it's friendly competition between people. And uh, you know hopefully you come out ahead at the end of the day. Mike, what uh, do you see? For the future for this? I mean, is the, the idea eventually to be in every casino in town or in a lot of them, or what, what do you see? Well, of, of course. You know, IGT, as you know, is a major player in the industry, and uh, we're, we're exploring all venues in the area of innovation. And, you know, clearly we think that this, this will drive uh, a new kind of play, and clearly it can go into many, many locations. You know, eventually you could link, link the... the the sites together and you can also play this game uh, on Steam at your home so you can practice and and get good at it and so we see it emerging as a as a major entertainment kind of entertainment and this is a er, just a very very microcosm of what we can do on a much larger scale uh, so that we can run you know run tournaments you, you win a tournament online at home Come, come to the Orleans and participate in a, in a contest with 10 other people who are from around the country. That's really exciting. If people want to learn more about it, where can they go? 
Well, they can go to 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 Boyd uh, to the Orleans Hotel, and they'll you can you can see that it's advertised there, and you can find out it runs from four to ten, uh, uh, and on the weekends I believe it's four to twelve. And for $10, you come in and can play a, a, play, a one player versus a, another player, an archery game. And for $15, you and a partner can play the uh, uh, the Siege Castle Defense game for this is, 30 bucks. Yeah, this is really fun, and it's not expensive. So many things are expensive in town like that. It just sounds like a great deal, especially if you've got a family. Everybody can do it. Absolutely right. That's, that's 100% right, and we think... Uh, you know, just from from the results of the last uh, month, you know, we definitely are are driving that kind of clientele. And how long will it be here? Uh, it'll be here at least three months, but I hope forever. I I, I think it'll be successful. I I really do. It's uh, very very encouraging. Uh, you know, I I come. I work in San Francisco, but I come and check it out. And we have attendants here who are trained. They're trained to to teach you how to put on the the VR. A headset. A lot of people are are not familiar with the technology, so this is the first place they're getting familiar with the technology. So having an attendant, a guide, if you will, is very very important. So the customer service and what we can provide in that, I think, will will also make this uh, less intimidating technology. Yeah, and this is going to be technology that's going to be with us for a while, right? I mean, we're going to see this in lots of other things, so you might as well get start getting used to it because it's not going away. Hey, you saw it on the uh, the NCAA Final Four. They had the those old guys with sitting there with their VR glasses on the on the television advertisements, right? I saw them. You saw them. It's it's everywhere, and it's VR is used in education. It's used in training. It's used. It's used in many, many applications beyond just entertainment. Entertainment is only one area of what, what virtual reality can really do, allow you to do things that you couldn't normally do. And as usual, it's Las Vegas, one of the places you can see it first. Thanks so much, Michael. Really appreciate it. You're, you're very welcome. My pleasure. Thank you very much. I'm excited to welcome a new sponsor to Vegas Never Sleeps, the wonderful Orleans Hotel, conveniently located near the Strip, airport and right next to the new home of the las vegas raiders you can get it all great lodging great food and entertainment at the orleans hotel and casino in las vegas coming up next your vegas insider scott robin of vitalvegas.com you are listening to vegas never sleeps with Stephen maggi on the biz talk radio network so you met someone who set you back on your heels goody goody you met someone and now you know how it feels Goody, goody, you gave him your heart too Just as I gave mine to you What are you dragging, a tank? Ah, how do you do? Hey, you lie awake just singing the blues all night Goody, goody, you think that love's a barrel of dynamite Hooray and hallelujah You had it coming to ya Goody, goody for him Goody, goody for me and I hope you're satisfied, you rascal, you. Hey, you lie awake just singing the blues all night. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, and, of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. 
visit us at BESD.us. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. One in three adults in America have prediabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move's called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Here's 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living Ben has my mind. In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Betty can't say that in reverse. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? You've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. No fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Visit rxcutdiscounts, that's plural, dot com. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Time now for another visit with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Today's topic is chefs. You always are telling us about what the latest celebrity chef is coming. This uh, Michael Simone going to the Palms, is that like a big deal around here? I mean, is it a, a real boost for one of these, especially the places on the Strip, but even the others, to get one of these celebrity chefs to build something there? Well, I think for a long time, people, you know, Wolfgang Puck kind of started that trend of celebrity chefs. Uh, some people have said that it's kind of played out, but they still keep building restaurants around these celebrity chefs. Gordon Ramsay has a new restaurant at Caesars Palace that's coming in, Hell's Kitchen. That used to be Serendipity 3. Robert Irvine, uh, another celebrity chef, has just opened a place at Tropicana. Uh, that was okay. I don't, I don't think that one's a real kind of destination dining kind of thing. Um, Michael Simon, S-Y-M-O-N, I believe, he is a chef on The Chew, and he's a big Food Network star. I, I think it's a big deal for the Palms to have celeb, a celebrity chef kind of as their, uh, an anchor to one of their new restaurants. They're changing absolutely everything at the Palms, so they need a kind of a recognizable name and face. Um, a lot of people that follow celebrity chefs know this guy, and he has a really good reputation. I think he, he won a James Beard Award. So really just good quality food, and that's what you want to build your culinary program around. Have recognizable names and brands, and uh, the, the company that has bought the Palms, Red Rock Resorts, actually has a very good family of partners and restaurants that they can bring in, and that's all going to unfold in the next uh, probably six months. Well, that's it for today's show. Remember to check out Scott Robin's blog at VitalVegas.com. And make sure to join us in the next few weeks as our guest list includes Las Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman, sports announcer expert David Halberstam, and Las Vegas radio legend Heidi Harris. And remember to listen again next week when our guest will be John D. Domenico, who is probably the world's greatest Trump impersonator. He's been on all the big shows. You won't believe how good he is. Well, this is Stephen Maggi. Thanks for listening. And remember, Vegas never sleeps. Viva la